Good morning, sunshine. It's a brand new day filled with brand new mercies. What was your first thought this morning? Thank you for joining me to hear mine. It's My Morning Thought with Barbara Scorza. Good morning, sunshine. Thank you for joining me for My Morning Thought. And as always, I want to hear yours. This morning, um, my first thought was passion. And then I landed on conviction. Okay, let me back up a little bit. Have you ever walked up to talk to someone and they started the conversation with you as if they had already started the conversation in their head? Meaning like you walk up and they're talking to you, but you feel like you missed something. Like, what did I miss? And you have to ask him, okay, stop. I, I need you to catch me up because they were already thinking things in their head. So when you walked up, they just finished the conversation that you didn't have privy to the beginning part. So you were a little confused. I don't want to have you confused. So let me back up a little bit. So the last couple of days I've been thinking about like, what do I have a passion for? Like if I were to do something or start start something, what would that look like? I've been listening to some podcasts. I listen to the podcasts on these, the people, the couple who started the Seattle Coffee Company and how they got to that place. And I've listened to several podcasts like that where, you know, these people many times see a need like there's something that would be beneficial to them and they can't find it or what they have presently that they're using doesn't really completely fulfill what they're needing. So they start something else. So they have this passion for their need so much so that it drives them into creating a business. So I was just thinking about like, what do I have a passion for? What what do I like? I really want to do. So then this, so that's what I was thinking. So when I got up this morning, I began to think through um, passion and looking up a definition for passion. And one definition is a strong and barely controllable emotion. And the other definition is the suffering and death of Jesus. You remember the movie, The Passion of Christ? So the suffering and death. So then I'm like, you know, those things almost feel contrasting in my head. This strong and barely controllable emotion. Because oftentimes when we think about passion, we think almost our mind lends to to lust in many, many instances. But then I also, like I said, think about passion for something that you love or job or, you know, those types of things. But then you get to the suffering and death of Jesus and it's like, okay, those kind of seem almost opposite. So passion comes from the Latin word of patior, which means I suffer, endure tolerate. So I suffer, I endure, I tolerate. 
the pa yielding the passion of Christ. But then that strong and barely controllable emotion can also fit in that space because if that's what you're striving to do, then you're gonna suffer and endure and tolerate some things because you know the end point, you know what you're trying to get. So it's not contradictory at all. But in thinking through that, it led me to um, the book of Esther in the first chapter and specifically verse 12 which says, but when the attendants delivered the king's command, Queen Vashti refused to come. Then the king became furious and burned with anger. So then I'm like, so was she operating out of a passion that she had like, um, but then I thought about conviction. I think she was operating out of a conviction. Okay, so in case you don't know what happened in the first chapter of Esther, we find that um, the king, King Xerxes, had decided to give this huge party for all of the dignitaries. And it lasted for 180 days, a six-month thing you know it says um for a full 180 days this is verse four he displayed the vast wealth of his kingdom and the splendor and glory of his majesty and he had done this for the dignitaries it says he gave a banquet for all the nobles and officials the military leaders of persia and media the princes and the nobles of the provinces were present so he's given this party they're all drinking and then he gets, he's drunk. It tells us that, you know, everyone had goblets of wine. And the those people who were responsible for making sure that the wine was available, they told him to keep giving it to people. Just give it out liberally. So they had all been drinking for months. <laughs> and they were drunk. So then he decides that he wants to bring Queen Vashti in and, you know, kind of parade her around. Said that she was very beautiful and he wanted to, to bring her in and parade her around. So let make sure she even wears her crown. And at the same time, she's also given a party. Verse 9 tells us, Queen Vashti also gave a banquet for the women in the royal palace of King Xerxes. So the king sends his servants to go and get Queen Vashti. And Queen Vashti says, no. <laughs> so it tells us that the king was furious. I mean, first of all, he's the king. Who says no to the king, right? Secondly, he's drunk. So he's not even thinking straight. And she says no. It doesn't specifically tell us why she said no, but she said no. So we don't know if she was thinking in that moment what her no meant, but her no meant that she was willing to risk it all, saying no to the king. That's grounds for death. And then we go on and we see that he consults the experts and they said to him, listen, you can't have that. You know, this is not just about her and you anymore. This is about every man in this kingdom. 
if she says no, word gets out that she has told the king no, then none of the wives are going to listen to their husbands. You got to do something about this. And then it tells us that he issued a decree. In verse 19, it says, Therefore, if it pleases the king, let him issue a royal decree and let it be written in the laws of Persia and Media, which cannot be repealed, that Vashti is never again to enter the presence of King Xerxes and let the king give her royal position to someone else who is better than she. So we don't know exactly what happened to her. We don't know if she was just banished or if she had been killed, but never to enter the presence of the king again. So I don't know if Queen Vashti was thinking all of that when she made her statement and said, no, she wasn't going. I don't know if it was just a conviction she had or if it was a passion that she was willing to suffer whatever for what she believed but she made the decision and as a result of it she was willing to risk it all what are you willing to risk it all for and that's the question I'm asking myself today what am I willing to risk it all for and is that biblically based? Because sometimes we can have passions and convictions about things that are just our opinion. They're not biblically based on anything. Sometimes they're not even founded on truth. And then we operate out of that, risking it all. But if we don't risk it all or be willing to risk it all on something that's biblically based, we could end up, I mean, in a bad place and it just causes domino effects in other areas because our thoughts and opinions will change, not might. They will. And if they don't, something's probably not right because if it's just a thought and opinion that's not based on something that is unchanging and God's word is unchanging, then they will change. And like I said, if they're not, then that's probably a problem because it means that you're not growing. And if you're not growing, you're not really living. So what is it that you're passionate about? What is it that you have convictions about that you're willing to risk it all for? I'd love to hear. Give me a call or text me or go to the website, www.mymorningthought.com. Or you can send me an email, barbara at mymorningthought.com. If you see me, tell me about it. And remember, there's a number in the description of this episode where you can call me and tell me what is it that you're willing to risk it all for. Thank you guys for listening. And I want you to have a fantastic day. Thank you for joining me for My Morning Thought. And don't forget, I want to know yours. So leave me a note. And until we meet again, do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. I'm your host, Barbara Scorza, and our music was by Ashat Daniel Yen.